Fellow, fellow, fellow. Fellow gang, fellow gang. Welcome back. Welcome back to the pod. We be saying the same thing every time. I mean, you I don't know. know what else to say. Right. What, what <laughs> you want me to do? Make a make a rap every time I get on the mic? Yes, you should do that for the people. Do a little freestyle every time you get on. Go ahead. No. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. I almost did, but no. <laughs> Welcome to the gang. I don't know. Is he was just freestyling before we recorded. Right. So that's why I almost said one. But nah, man. Welcome, 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 welcome. Grab a seat. Grab a plate, man. It's time grab to Grab some eat. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Grab a fork. She's serving popcorn. I'm serving steak. Okay. Steak. <laughs> you eat steak? Sometimes. Yeah. What you eat? Chicken. Chicken? Mm-hmm. What type of chicken? <laughs> Any type of chicken. Do you? You know what I eat. Noodles. I like noodles. All day, every day. Noodle, like noodle, ramen. noodle. Yeah, ramen noodle. No, not from the store. From like, from Jinya. Jinya is the best ramen place. We ain't here to talk about food. Guys, today we have another episode for you. Um, I think it's going to be good. I think that some of us maybe can benefit from what's going to be spoken about today. Yeah. I know I, I, I use it personally, um, and I can benefit from it even more. But to set the scene or the stage, uh, what are we taking at this time? Paint the picture for us, baby. Paint the picture. Okay. So at the top of this year, uh, I went into it pretty much with this phrase, mantra. mantra of why not, asking myself the question, why not? And the base behind it was, which is really like why we did the podcast again and why we did a lot of the things that we did this year. And mm-hmm. But the base of it was like me feeling like those times when I feel like I'm hearing from God or... Those times, pretty much that, those times when I feel like I'm hearing from God, asking myself the question, like, and, I, and, I, and I'm not obedient to it, right? And I'm, like, kind of struggling with, like, should I do it? God, is this you? Asking myself the question, why not? Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, what do you have to lose from being obedient to this thing? Yeah. And I think it kind of made me go into, like, a further thought of it of, like, even as I was thinking, like, why not? Um, A lot of the times I think the not can maybe come from fear. Yeah. Um, The not can maybe come from, like, not wanting to be looked at a certain way, uh, not wanting to get this thing wrong. or Not wanting to step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, it's plenty of things that can, like, allow us to not do a thing. Excuse me, that's why I knew that was coming, so I was kind of trying to dance around it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, just really, really taking, like, accountability and really, like, thinking, like, why not? What is it that stops me? Because it really derived, too, from, like, I remember one time we were, like, at church, and there was this guy I seen, and I, I strongly felt like God was, like, prompting me to go, like, pray for this guy. Mm-hmm. And I had never done anything like this at the time. So it was like, like, God, you tell, like, like that's weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you want me to, like, like what if, what if, bro, look at me like, like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what if, bro, like, 
think I'm strange, right? Yeah. And I and as I started to go through those thoughts, I seen that like fear was behind a lot of those things. Like, what if, what if, what if, right? Yeah. But asking myself, like, but what if it what if bro really need prayer, right? Yeah. What if it go right? What if it he's been praying and asking God just to send somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And um Did you do it? Yeah, I did it. I did it and it, it worked out good actually. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, man, really just like looking at the flip side of things and saying like God wants good for us. He has good yeah. for us. He's a good father. And we get to partner with him like in this mission that he has on the earth mm-hmm. and like even if it was to go wrong, mm-hmm. even if I am looked at as lame, like I'll be looked at as lame for God. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't my idea anyway. So like you ain't rejecting me. You're rejecting God because <laughs> I ain't want to come do this anyway. That's a good point. Even outside of like if God prompts you to go speak to somebody, if God is prompting you to do anything or like making a decision or stepping into this opportunity or whatever the case may be. It's kind of freeing when you operate out of obedience because yeah. it's like, well, God, you told me to do this, so you got to make it work at this thing. Like, you can kind of put your hands up and be like, all right, God, you told me yeah, to do this, so yeah. got to make the what? You got to make it happen. Yeah. You know? I'm listening. Yeah, for sure. It, like, even like it's the story in the Bible of like Paul, Paul back when he was Saul and the guy that God sent to go lay hands on him so that he could see again, right? Mm-hmm. At this time, like, Saul was known as a guy that was like persecuting Christians. So mm-hmm. when he when God told this man to go lay hands on Saul, he like, Lord, this man been persecuting Christians, yeah. like, like killing him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I could die. Like, what you sending me to do? Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody break it down in the sense of like he had to get to this point where he like, all right, God, if he killed me, it's on you. You know <laughs> right? what I'm saying? Because you the one telling me to do this. You sending me yeah. to do this. So like, I'm gonna be in heaven looking at you like. You, told me to do this it makes me think of another story in the bible abraham yeah god gave him a promise that he was going to have a seed and have all these children and all these things and he was going to do it through his son isaac and then god asked him go sacrifice isaac and so i just can imagine like abraham being like well you said that this is going (laughs) to be the son so if i'm going to sacrifice him okay well you got to resurrect him you got to do something because you said it you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so that's good. So, man, I think, like, that that why not, that's kind of, I've been trying to follow that to the best the best that I can this year. And it's been, like, good. Like, you, like, for the most part, you see God working in it and, like, through people's responses. And not even through their responses, but, like, you just feel from God, like, yeah, I was supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just praying for people. I, I don't want to put no, like, religious pressure on people that to just feel like you just gotta find somebody to pray for it's like god will lead you into those things it's not that you gotta it's not like an everyday thing but um just applying that principle to every situation in your life yeah yeah and and so that that why not statement took me to another topic which i want to talk about today which is like decision paralysis and even beyond just like feeling like you heard something from God. I feel like fear is the basis behind a lot of people being stuck and not making decisions. Yeah. And like we really got to just take some time to to sit with that, man. So I'm going to set the foundation by going to the word 
2 Timothy 1, 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So even me understanding that, like, I wasn't given the spirit of fear. Fear is not how I should be operating. You get what I'm saying? Like, God has gave me the spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So even I can apply that into, like, when I'm making decisions and when I'm making choices, like, not just being stuck somewhere, being stuck, like, but what if it go wrong? But what if, but what if, you know what I'm saying? And it, and I just was thinking, like, I would say that a lot of people of the world or in the world operate with more boldness than a lot of Christians. Mm. And that's, like, kind of baffling. When you think about it, and and a lot of Christians, including including me, because I, to get here, I had to see that I was stuck in some areas. I wasn't making decisions out of fear. Mm-hmm. And like when you start to see, like we are the children of God, we have God's Spirit living within us. God is on our side. Like we are out here moving for God, right? We yeah. should be. Like our intentions and everything should be to glorify Him. So. I know that if I'm setting out to like glorify God, I know God is behind me. Yeah. Right? Like commit all your plans to the Lord. How I finish? Which verse? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you put somebody on the spot, what, what verse? What uh, trust me with all your heart, lean on nah, I don't one? I don't know it to the T, but it's like commit all the plan commit all your plans to the Lord and he'll see your plans. See, uh-huh. I gotta say it now because now I feel like I think it's like Proverbs three or Oh yeah, four. trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not unto your understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Yeah, that's a good one too, but that wasn't it. That, I got, that I is Proverbs it. three. That's what you, I think yeah, it's in it a different version. Ah, it's a different line. Oh. But that's Proverbs 3. You're right. You do know your Proverbs 3. I, I'm better. That's I got that verse tattooed. <laughs> you do know your Proverbs 3. We'll find it maybe after the commercial break because I'm going to have to. Man, why well, I don't know that? I feel bad. I feel, Is it Proverbs 1? Are you sure it's not the one I'm talking about? Nah, I think it it's just in one. a different version. Baby, I know my Bible. Not good enough. Can't find it. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. But, yeah, we'll get that after break. But, you know what I'm saying, just understanding, like, as I'm setting out to, like, follow God and glorify God, like, God is on our side. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people, like, even in the world who, like, aren't scared to take chances about the things they're passionate about. Like, they're not scared to stand on the things that they believe in. Like, they're not scared to go out here and make these risks, take these risks, and, like, you see them being successful, yeah. not because of... uh a lot of the time, success is not simply just because of, like, talent. It's just because they were willing Hard to try. Work, yeah, they, they were willing to, like, try to mm-hmm. take the step to do something. Mm-hmm. And if you don't never do anything, nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, yeah, I think just we have a way today that we feel like a lot of us, a lot of people, um, we can put this into practice, and I feel like it's going to kind of free us up and help us, like, in making decisions. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we just need help in that area to finally, like, make some decisions, right? So what are some steps we can take to help us make decisions when we feel like we've heard God? Or really just life decisions in general. This is something that I'm going to, like, continue to use just throughout my life. 
mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but y'all know how it go. You get that after the break. <laughs> Fellow gang, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. So, you know, I went to do my research because I can't be out here looking like I don't know what I'm talking about. And Proverbs 16.3 was the verse, and it actually says, Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Mm-hmm. So, like... And that's a promise from God, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm knowing that, like, as long as the things that I'm doing are committed to the Lord, right, like, to glorifying him, it's going to succeed. Mm-hmm. But then that even made me think, I guess I got to even question what do I see success to be? That's a whole nother thing. That's a but, whole nother topic. But I guess, yeah, what do you, what's successful to you? And do you see success the way that God sees success? Yeah. But we're not going there. Um, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, but yeah. So like, yeah. What are some steps we can take to help us make decisions when we feel like we've heard God, or just life decisions, right? I have a few steps. I feel like first we should pray, right? Prayer, I believe, is the first step. It's like I have this thought, I have this thing, I, I need guidance. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking God about it, whether it's uh uh what a relationship whether it's uh starting a new business endeavor whether it's uh where should i live next you know different things um so yeah whatever it is taking it to god in prayer and asking for wisdom and guidance in that area right so prayer should be the first thing and prayer with expectation to hear from him right don't just go into it like oh i'm just gonna pray about it okay but expect to hear from him like right you know i don't know no, that's good. That's good because the second point is discern. Mm-hmm. So after prayer, like you said, my expectation is that God will respond. Like I'm not just praying. I'm I'm ex- I'm expecting God to respond. I mm-hmm. know he will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like now I have to use discernment and I have to like whatever I'm hearing or whatever I feel like I'm getting is I have to use discernment to like, okay, Holy Spirit, is this you? Um is this just my flesh trying to tell me to do what I want to do? Is this like a voice of the enemy trying to like deter me from what yeah. it is that God has for me? Right now I have to use that discernment. Um, and I think this is a good place to plug in. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go and do that. Cause we were talking about hearing God and how the foundation of hearing him and discerning his voice is the word. So if you haven't listened to that, I suggest doing that, but go ahead. No, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So prayer first, second, discerning what you're hearing. Third, asking the questions, right? So like you said, the questions, one, does this align with scripture, mm-hmm. right? So taking it to the word and everything that I'm hearing, testing it, so to speak, and seeing like, all right, God, could this be you? Maybe it's not something that you feel like it's just so to the T where you can go to scripture and just see and answer for it. Ask the second question. Does this align with God's character? Mm, that's good. Right? Um, I feel like, oh, sorry. What? Go ahead. No, I just feel like I recently went through that in my own personal life. I'm not going to speak on it specifically because it's, I would go on a tangent, but I think that that kind of. I read stories in the Old Testament and things like that, and I was reading my word, and it didn't specifically speak to my situation. It was really irrelevant to my situation, but not really because I was able to see God's character and how he worked in that situation and recognize the patterns of how he worked and then apply his character and the way he works to my situation. So I think that's a good point. 
That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. So even like, I guess, a practical way, we love practical ways. Um, For me, say, it's easy to use this example, I guess, for me. Um, Say it's a relationship podcast. Say we get into (laughs) an argument. We get into an argument. That's all that happened. We just got into an argument about you not wanting me to enjoy my 10-piece lemon pepper with fries why would i not want you to enjoy just because you was hating on me that day whatever the, you know whatever because i wanted one that would probably be the argument realistically because i asked for one probably <laughs> and, and and you knew you wasn't getting that um maybe that was and and we get into this <laughs> argument heated like you're so selfish you don't ever want to share with me ooh, ooh, ooh. right i don't sound like that but go ahead right and say i'm not now i'm mad i'm mad and and you go upstairs and i'm hearing the voice like man she always nagging you. She always asking you for your chicken wing. <laughs> Man, you should divorce her. You need to go get a divorce. And and and, and, and because I'm mad, because I'm mad, maybe it's a part of me agreeing with that. Like, yeah, man, I, I need to be able to eat my wings in peace. Dang. But I need to, like, take that thought through the test, yeah. right? Of like, okay, does this align with scripture? Does this align with God's character? Well, I know God hates divorce. Mm-hmm. So I probably, God probably wouldn't be telling me to divorce you over some chicken wings. I would hope not. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, again, man, we love using these like little practical type ways, but it is kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like seeing his character of like, all right, what's another, what's another one? Let's, let's try to give him another one. Uh, you keep saying relationship. I was just thinking if you're if you're trying to discern this person you're dating, if you're trying to discern if this person is the one or if uh, you know, you should pursue this relationship with this person and they're not a believer, the word tells us to be unequally yoked. So that's something that I was thinking right. about. Yeah, yeah, you it definitely talks about like not being unequally yoked. But then also there are people who have gotten into relationships and gotten into marriages and with an unbeliever, but the Bible also tells us that if you're in a marriage with an unbeliever, to still try to, I can't, I don't, I don't know specifically. Like to, to stay with them pretty much yeah. because you could bring them to faith. Yeah. But it gives the wisdom before the marriage of saying, yeah. don't get into that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If you had a chance not to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a good one. I think another practical one for me is like, Say I'm in a season where I'm I'm struggling, times is hard, and I don't really have the money for something. And maybe I'm in the store, and it's something that I need, and I hear a voice telling me to steal it. Mm. Like, I know that practically I can probably try to reason why this should be okay. It's like, yeah, I ain't got the money. I need this. Mm -hmm. I should just take it. It'll give me what I need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if I'm knowing God's character, I know that God is not leading me to steal anything. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Even something practically with money that's not as like blatantly bad is like just being a good steward over our finances. The Bible tells us that time and time and time again. So if you're somebody who's like, oh, I'm just going to spend it. I'm just going to get this. Knowing you ain't got it. The Bible tells yeah. us to be good stewards over our money and to yeah. be wise in, in that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So Different ways, man. Whatever, like, actually caters to your specific situation. But just, like, being honest with, like, what the word says and who you know God to be, right? Like, not trying to, like, speak for God, but letting God be God and us attempt to follow him to the best of our ability. Um, 
Yeah, and 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 I don't, I just feel like saying like obviously there's grace if you've done any of these things or yeah. do any of these things or fall into certain things like Jesus died for all of our sins, right? But just as us trying to like follow him, these are the conversations we should be having. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, so the question is, does this align with scripture? Does this align with God's character? Third question I would ask is, is this building God's kingdom or my kingdom? That's good. Right? So uh, two verses, Matthew 5, 15. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Um, so in that, I think even just understanding that, like, we're, we're instruments for God, so to speak. And the way that we live our lives should be a way that when people see what we're doing, it makes them want to glorify the God that we serve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, a second verse that I have, and this is going to be pretty long. Not that long, but we ain't got that much scripture in here, so like it's pretty long. It's pretty long. <laughs> you know, just bear with us. I feel like you know God can speak through this to someone. You know, if you grab a little tidbit of it, but this is uh Second Corinthians five fourteen. It says, "Either way, I got to sit up for this one." Yeah, I got to read it with you. Either way, Christ's love controls us, since we believe that Christ died for all. We also believe that He that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. Whew. Take a breather. Take a breather. Goodness, you got some water? Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think the two the two things that I would kind of highlight in this is like understanding that um where it says he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life would no longer live for themselves. Instead, they would live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So understanding that like as a follower of Christ, I now live for him. Like, I was born again. I was made new. So now my life isn't just to to glorify what, what Dion wants to do or build my kingdom. But now I'm living for Christ and, like, building God's kingdom. And then the last part where it talks about, like, we are, like, Christ's ambassadors. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so just understanding the responsibility that we have. Can you explain... What? what Pastor Vance said about God's kingdom and how we're ambassadors. You explain it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, our pastor, he gave an example. I feel like I'm going to mess it up. Basically, he gave an example of how, like, I don't even remember. The uh, embassy? 
Oh yeah, that's what it was. Like you go into another country, right? And you have, like, say you're in China or something, and they have a U.S. Um, embassy. When you step into the U.S. embassy, it's kind of like a safe haven, like a territory for you to be in there, and like you have the rights as an American in that embassy, right? So while we're here on Earth, we should be the embassy or the safe haven for God's kingdom. Like people should come to us as ambassadors and be able to get a glimpse of God's kingdom, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a glimpse of God's love and get a get a glimpse of like who God is through us, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah, that's good. Just pretty much I feel like I messed it up, but <laughs> I mean, just pretty much speaking to how like God's kingdom is so different than the world's kingdom. Yeah. And yeah, just just and we should to be examples. Or we should be like, kind of like a view into what God's kingdom is like. Right. So we so the way that we live our lives should be different than the way that someone who doesn't know Christ is yeah. living their life. Like they are naturally seeking to build their kingdom. Why? Because they like if you don't accept Christ as your Lord, essentially you're the Lord of your life. So you're you're pleasing yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you do accept Christ. Now it's like, all right, now I'm living for you. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm here to build your kingdom. So that's why you asked the questions. Just going back to the questions we have. Uh, does this align with scripture? Two, does this align with God's character? Three, is this building God's kingdom or my kingdom? Right? Um, question number four, I would ask, does this bring God glory? Mm-hmm. So through this action that I'm doing, Will people glorify God from it, or will they just glorify me? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, how how does God get the glory in this decision? Right? Mm-hmm. So even in in our relationship, a little bit knowingly, we knew that like okay, when we come together, we are following Christ, mm-hmm. and we're gonna use the things we were given to glorify Him. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything that we're given, we're looking at it through the lens of like, okay, God, you gave this. We know that you gave us this, like money. We know you gave us this not just for ourselves, but to actually extend it to those around us as well, right? So like anything, any decision, like just understanding, like does this bring God glory? And even practically, because when you think somebody could hear this and be like, oh, bring God glory, like I have to be like, I don't know, just blatant about it, but it can be even practically, like I think of that as our home. Um, He's given us our home and by opening our doors and inviting people in and creating space where we can fellowship and love on people and serve people, even if we don't mention God, if we're loving and serving them, like that's bringing glory to God because people are able to get a glimpse of his character through us, you know? Mm -hmm. And then even like, which I can, we're kind of speaking on, but being obedient to the things that he leads you to do because you don't know how he's going to use your steps of obedience to to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So God might be telling you to start this business and you might become successful in the business and you might take off and now people are seeing God work through your life and now you have gotten these resources to like be able to be a vessel that God can point out to other, you know what I'm saying, yeah. different things. yeah. Um, yeah. God might be calling you to move to this place and now you 
some people start churches, some people start businesses, some people form relationships that end up being like you could tell God put them together and now mm-hmm. y'all are doing different things. It's so many things. It's so many ways like we yeah. can't put a cap on what God can do. Yeah. But just understanding that like he is the master architect. He has the plan and we just have to follow him. You yeah. know, so that's why we're trying to learn like okay God, what does following your voice look like? Mm-hmm. And I feel like these questions help us in in those areas, right? Yeah. Um, so the last step I would say is put before trusted godly counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, so any decision, any major decision, I feel like um, there are some things that you would probably, you know, that God tells you that you like keep. But for the most part, I feel like any major decision, you should put it before like people who are who you trust, who you know, know God, who you you've seen their walk with God over time. It's been tested like you know, you can trust them to like pray on your behalf and you would trust just guidance. You know, mm-hmm. um, it could be a pastor, it can be a, a mentor, it can be a counselor, it can just be older people in your life who, you know, have been walking with God. It can be friends who, you know, are walking with God. Mm-hmm. Right. So not just like friends who don't know God, not just mm-hmm. like. You, that makes sense. Yeah. Friends you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. So put it before. Can trust their wisdom. Right. And it's even a verse I'm thinking about in Proverbs. Man, I can't think about it, but just saying, like, uh, when it speaks about having many advisors, you know, and, and yeah, just it's, 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 there's wisdom in, like, putting things before godly counsel. God doesn't want us to do life by ourselves. Yeah. So, and if you're somebody who doesn't have those type of people around you, I would encourage you to, Get out of your comfort zone and try to take the steps to to go and seek those type of pray, relationships out. Pray for it, right? Yeah, because it's not everybody doesn't have that, and it's not. Yeah, it's not always easy to I to, know. to find or obtain. I didn't have that last yeah. year. Yeah. I didn't have it, and I prayed about it. I prayed about it for both of us, yeah. and I feel like I was able to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pray, man. I think that's that would be my advice if you don't have that. If you Pray that God brings you brings you uh, more mature believers into your life, whether it's mentors, whether it's friends, mm-hmm. whether it's a uh, pastor. Pray, pray mm-hmm. for those things and believe that He will. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, put it before trusted godly counsel, and I would say once it's put through those cycles, all the things that were listed, like begin to take steps and continue to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Right. So like once I've did all, once I've done all that, can you run through the steps again? So the first step was pray. Pray. Mm-hmm. The second step was discern. So discern what it is that I feel like I'm hearing or questioning. Mm-hmm. Third step was ask the questions. Does this align with scripture? Does this align with God's character? Is this building God's kingdom or my kingdom? Um, does this bring God glory? Mm-hmm. And then after asking all those questions, now I'm putting it before trusted godly counsel to seek more opinions and mm-hmm. more advice. And more confirmation. Mm-hmm. After, I, after I checked all them boxes. <laughs> It's time to walk. Yeah. You done did all the things you could do. <laughs> like, did all the preparation. Now you gotta take a step. It's time to step, man. Yeah. And if and 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 if I'm wrong, right? Like, man, I just trust that God will lead me and, and the, the counsel that I put in for I'm tr- I'm trusting that He will lead me in those areas. But like it's time to take steps, man. And it and it brings me to Psalm 37, 23. It says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Mm-hmm. And just understanding that 
The Lord directs the steps of the godly. But how can he direct a step if you never take one? Mm-hmm. That's good. It makes me think of that saying um, that God can't steer a parked car. Yeah. Can't like, steer it if it's parked in the garage. You got to put some, like, some gas to it. As you take steps. And we ain't saying you just got to take 10 steps. Like, take a step. Mm-hmm. Take a step. And take another step. Like, as you take steps, the Lord will direct your steps. You yeah. get what I'm saying? But you have to give him steps to actually direct. Yeah. So if it's a thought, a question, something you're asking and thinking, like, should I do this? Run it through that cycle. And once you run it through that cycle, take the step. Take the step. Yeah. Take the step. After the third step, God might be like, nope, go this way. Mm-hmm. Nope, go this way. Up, oh, go up. Oh, I got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's it's right. a journey. It's a journey. You'll never know the full picture. Yeah. based off of the first step but you get to the end by taking the first step yeah and god is faithful man he's good and if if you're taking those steps and truly like excuse me being intentional about seeking him and seeking his guidance and praying and going to his word and doing all the things that we just discussed he'll honor that and he, as you take steps he'll guide your steps like you said he'll close doors that aren't for you he'll yeah. open the ones that are and it'll just be like a like a i'm not gonna say it's gonna be a smooth journey all the time because sometimes maybe you'll get it nah, wrong it but says, he'll, yeah it says though they stumble they yeah, will never fall exactly for so. the lord holds them by the hand you may stumble but you won't fall like yeah, you said, he's walking with you he'll reroute you yeah, you know he's walking yeah. with you holding you by the hand so yeah you might go to a door that's closed you might stumble right here but you won't fall why because yeah. the lord holds you by the hand like Man, God is good, and he's faithful, man, and he has plans, and a plan and a purpose for your life, you know, and just understanding that, yeah. like, we serve a good God, man, like, he is on our side, mm-hmm. we are his children, you know, and I feel like he wants us to know that, so, man, um, if it's anybody here, you know, thinking about a big decision or a step that you should take, I recommend you take it to God and you run it through them cycles. Once you check them boxes off, be honest about them questions. But once you check them boxes off, man, take the step. It's time to start Why taking not? steps. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> but man, if we could just pray to seal this one in, man, because I feel like this is this is gonna help a lot of people. Dear Lord, Father God, thank you so much that that you order our steps, Lord, and that you delight in every detail of our lives. Thank you that though we stumble, we won't fall because you hold us by the hand. Thank you that we can call you our Father. Thank you that you are our God. Thank you that you are our rock, and thank you that we belong to you, Father. Um, Thank you that we have not been given the spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-control. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. You are great. You are worthy. We ask that you um, would just give us wisdom, Lord, in the areas that we that we need it, that you would give us guidance on those things that we that we need your guidance about, Lord. Help us to know what's the next step that you want us to take um, and just lead us, Father. We open our hearts to hear from you and to receive from you, um, and we just ask that you have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, indeed. It's always good if you ask me. What? The episodes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's always good if you ask me, man. I I just hope that you guys are encouraged to take a step. Um, Take those steps, man. Keep stepping. Though you stumble, you won't fall because God is holding you by the hand.
some music to go out with. Uh-huh. Oh, dang. You got <laughs> <Yeah>. music playing. <laughs> yeah, we do that in the post-production. Yeah. But nah, man, we love y'all. <laughs> um, see y'all. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.